Welcome to the Nebraska Hour. I'm Jimmy Nebraska. Yes, you are. Greg's here too. Well, via Zoom, not like here, here. But same thing, same thing. You're here somewhere. You're in the air everywhere. Hey, thanks for waiting. Thanks for waiting an extra day on the morning after uh, edition of the Nebraska Hour so that we could also talk about Florida State last night. Yeah, man, it was actually it was a really great game, man. I really I had them I had money line to win, and I had the plus seven, and I was pretty confident. I was so good. So it was exciting. What did you think? How, what do you think? You know, a lot of people are saying like if it, it feels like a win, even though it's a loss, and I mean that's horseshit. But like, it's uh it's indication that we're on the right path, that we got the right head coach in the in the position, and. I already had faith in those things, but for those who weren't sure, I bet they woke up this morning much more um, confident in the direction of the program. You know, college football is better when, like, USC, Florida State, Miami, Nebraska, Texas, good at football. Yeah, the name brands. Like, the powerhouse, traditional powerhouse teams, it's just it's nice to see some of those teams be back to, back to being um, contenders again. And I think the Florida State is probably on the right track, man. I like it. Agreed. On the other hand, Nebraska beat Fordham handily, 52-7. But it's Fordham. Right. I mean, come you on. Can't, it's you Fordham, can't right? really, like, like, glean any information from that game to apply as data, like, to think about what's going to happen going forward, you know? Fordham played tough the first half. It was, like, it was, it was, uh... Seven nothing Fordham in the first quarter, and then seven seven. Uh, it, it wasn't like we blew them out by any means. In the first first quarter half, or maybe almost the whole first half, it was close. How's how's that make you feel? So I was kind of nervous actually when when Fordham scored went right on the field the first drive. I was like, oh shit, man, is this really going to happen today? God damn it! If Ford beats us, dude, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like I don't I don't know how to take that. Like, that's worse than actually can say beating Michigan. Like, I don't know how to take it. So, a, a part of me for not watching Nebraska Fordham, okay? But was it the uh, was it the starters that started putting up all the points on the board? and uh, or, or did you rely on your depth to get past Fordham? Um, you know, the starters played pretty well also. But, um, but Nebraska played a lot of players. Um. The stats look inflated because it's Fordham, obviously. You know, um, mostly though, the Rashford only played two quarterbacks, and the second string quarterback only threw seven times. You know, um, a lot of running backs got carries, but one guy had 18 carries and 101 yards. Uh, Step is his name. He's a sophomore, so. Mostly the starters did work, you know, like the, the starters okay. after about the second quarter, they really, really got going, but it was like late second quarter, you know, uh, it was not impressive by any means. Are you, uh, are you worried about how they came out and like moving forward? Are you concerned? Like, Hey, we got to start games better. Or was that just. You know, Fordham was amped up for the biggest game of their lives and they went out and, you know, they had to drive. Man, Buffalo next week is not an easy win. Like, I'm kind of concerned. 
Nebraska's a 14-point favorite in Lincoln, and I'm concerned that we, we can lose to Buffalo. That's a lot of points. It is a lot of points, man, but geez, Illinois, we were a favorite in Illinois by seven and didn't even come close. Obviously, we lost by eight points. We have to get it together because in two weeks, then it's Oklahoma, and if you don't gather it, Oklahoma's going to put up 90. You know, like, Oklahoma didn't play great this week either, though, I guess. That's true. We can lose to Buffalo. Like, I'm somewhat concerned we can lose to Buffalo. Buffalo has been a program on the rise over the last, say, half decade. Um, You know who kind of started that was a former Husker coach, Turner Gill. Was the coach of Buffalo for a while when they had their first winning season in the last 25 years or whatever. Turner Gill was head coach. And that turned it around. You know, they really don't – they know Nebraska, too. There's some connections to the program. I mean, they know the team. It's not a pushover game by any means. It's not a type of game that they'll be intimidated by being a Lincoln. Yeah. They've been to some big games. Wow. Buffalo played some tough games last year, too. You know, like, I, I, I'm, I'm not on the Kool-Aid for Nebraska, man. I'm just – um, I have a lot of doubts this year. I really hope that Frost turns it around, but I know I, we'll see how it goes. I don't think Nebraska is going to come to Fred next week. I don't think so either. Fourteen a lot. Also, that Kool-Aid joke was really funny because they're from Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not on the Kool-Aid, man. I'm not. I'm not on the Kool-Aid. All right, man. Well, listen. Um, did anybody else? Did like, you know, Ohio State didn't look great, but they, you know, they they pulled it out in the end. Did anybody in in the? I mean, I guess Iowa had a really good start to the season. I mean, anybody else in the conference make you think? Oh shit, we got a long way to go. Because I- uh, you know, as far as in the conference, Iowa had a really good, really good game. You know, Michigan State surprisingly had a really good game. They looked much improved. Penn State to beat Wisconsin was a big jump. Penn State had a really tough season last year, you know. Yeah, they did. Um, Iowa crushed in Indiana, which is I'm really surprised. I like I like Iowa a lot next week against Iowa State. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's going to be a good game too. Iowa State's been on the roster guy. Yeah. Early season trophy game. Iowa State is a plus four in that game. I really like Iowa in that as well. I do. Oh, uh, you know the team that really impressed. I mean, the surprise team of the week for any on anybody's list, pretty much. Um, UCLA beating beating LSU. Uh, yeah, huge deal. But at the same time, LSU still kind of bouncing back from losing all their players after the national championship. And last year was weird because of COVID. And then there, you know, there was a hurricane. They just blew through their home and their home state where a lot of them are from. And I mean, like, there's a distraction. Plus, when they got to UCLA, there's a, you know, that that stadium's half empty. And so, like, it's not like they're in there in this grand setting and they're getting all amped up and able to feed off the uh, the emotion. So, I, I mean, I saw that as a possible letdown. I didn't think they were going to lose. I just didn't think they were going to cover but, um, I mean, you could – I kind of suspect they bounce back next week against Mississippi State. But, I mean, I don't know. Mississippi State might also smell blood and, and come for next. So, um, who knows? I, I think they'll probably bounce back as well. I think it's less of a statement about LSU being down and the other situations, other, other factor going on with them than it is that UCLA and Chip Kelly might be on the right track to get it right. And there hasn't been a Pac-12 team that's, that's influential, impactful on the playoff series ever yet, and not the BCS series since USC last time. So um, I just think it's a good sign for football in general, really. 
Yeah, I could. I see that point. Um, I mean, you know, it's what his third year there or f- third year. I think third year. Third, it's kind of like a good sign. The same thing as a Florida State thing. Like Florida State, the last few years would have got housed by Notre Dame. You know, and that's not me talking shit about Florida State because Nebraska has been getting housed by every good team that they played the last twenty years. Oh no, Florida State. It's been rough a couple of years. Yeah, and, and like it's good to see them in an overtime game with a ranked team, and it, that hasn't happened since probably Jameis. True. Just to be close like that with a, with a ranked team, and then for UCLA to upset LSU, even though the the um, other factors going into that game, obviously I think played a part, but to see a Pac-12 team and, and a team like UCLA that hasn't been good since Maurice Jones-Drew played there, really, because Josh Rosen when he played there, he had, he had a couple good seasons, but Nothing stellar, you know. Oregon always dominated the conference still. All right, man. Well, what's up next for Nebraska? Next week, yeah, Buffalo. Oh, that's right. Next week. That's right. We just said that. Um, got some good games though. Uh, you know, I I think uh one of my favorite bets so far this week that I'm looking just looking at the games for next week is uh Kansas plus a twenty seven over Coastal Carolina. Okay. It's a lot. I like I have a I have a Iowa Buffalo. Iowa and Buffalo parlay on my mind. I think that's probably smart as well. All right, pal. Um, well, I hope you have a good rest of your day, and uh, we will we will talk soon. We should talk a little basketball sometime soon. Yeah, yeah, let's do it, man. Um, I have most of the week off of work, so let's, let's make a plan. All right, man, holler. I'll talk to you soon. All right, man. I'll see you later, bud.